Good morning. Sorry, this one working? Oh yeah, here we go. I've got to use this one because I'm prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Uh, new building. We're finally here. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, like uh, any project on this scale, you know, you get everybody together and you say, what do you want? And we end up with a list like this. And then we go, yeah, but the budget is this, right? And then you've got to try and whittle it down to, to uh, um, you know, the, the priorities and all that kind of stuff and make it fit the budget. Some very smart people at Hukunui have done that <laughs> and uh, uh, done an incredible job of that. And our God has been abundantly gracious. And um, I think that what we've ended up with is just spectacular. I keep wandering around the place and think, they thought of everything, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's just great. So once we iron out all the, all, the, all the bugs and make sure all the light switches work and, and all of that, and uh, when everyone is back from holidays, uh, we'll do a big, a big launch on February the 12th and we'll invite everybody around and, and, um, uh, and do a big, big kind of public event. Um, and that'll be really cool. There's still a few, you can see, still a little, few little bits and pieces to do. These big windows above, the top, above me here need replacing. Uh, they're not windowing anymore. Uh, and uh, so when they were replaced, then these screens will go up on the wall. And so there's lots of little bits and pieces like that. Um, but uh, oh, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm so excited. Uh, the other elders and I are, are very excited really about what the future holds for us as a church and uh, as a church family in this facility. Uh, and so I want to say a very big thank you to those who hosted um, uh, our church groups while we didn't have this facility. Uh, you know, we had lots of delays due to COVID and COVID supply chain things and, and all of that. Uh, and so it's taken longer than we wanted. Um, and so thank you so much for your perseverance. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot involved uh, in that. And so I want to thank you for that. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's true that um, the last couple of years, uh, actually, I should do this first day. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Um, the last couple of years, it's actually been really difficult um, to predict what's going to happen next. You know, Andrew said just before, you know, we, we go into a new year, year kind of looking into shadows. It's, it's kind of difficult uh, to know what's coming up. And uh, uh, I've been rereading this book um, that I read about five years ago, and it's called The Principle of the Path. And I want to share a couple of points out of that that I thought were really cool. The idea here is, wouldn't it be really cool if you could predict your future? If you could predict your future, wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, What we're going to do is I want to spend a few minutes kind of laying out some ideas and asking some questions, and then we'll get into Matthew 7, and we'll see what sort of Jesus said about that, right? And so the intro is going to be a little bit long, so I don't want you to think, is he going to use any scripture at all? Yeah, we're going to get there, right? Jesus is going to answer the questions for us. But... uh, uh, this idea of predicting the future, uh, in uh, 2012, our family was living in Scotland and we were doing some um, church work there, ch- um, planting house churches. And uh, our oldest son went to Bible college in the US. And so we would send him money each month. But, you know, the, the, uh, um, the banks charge horrendous fees, you know, for those international transfers. And so I was looking at trying to figure out a way to avoid those charges. Right? And so I looked at all these different kind of options. And one of the things I looked into was this fairly new thing called Bitcoin. Right? And these things cost 70 cents. And uh, you, know, you could sort of buy these. And I thought, man, I could buy like a whole bundle of those and just send him some of those every month. And then he could change them into money and the fees were way lower than the banks were charging. That might be an option, right? Uh, and um, so I sort of looked at it, but it was kind of, I don't know, it was all a bit unknown and it was all new. And so I never bought them. Uh, they were 70 cents each. Uh, this is what I looked up on Friday. 
Uh, that's how much they're worth at the moment. $26,240.89 New Zealand each. Uh, I could have bought them for 70 cents. Uh, but like my wife tells me, once they got to $1.40, I would have sold them all and gone, woohoo, double my money. You know, so it doesn't matter. So I don't tell you that to tell you to buy Bitcoin. Don't do that. Like, you know, like that's, that thing's crazy, right? Uh, what, I, what I'm telling you that for is just to tell you I'm really, really bad at predicting the future, <laughs> right? Uh, and I think a lot of us are, but I am getting better at it, right? And I think you are too. And, uh, and this is the reason I think you're getting better at it because all of us have said something like this at some point. Right? Why didn't I see that coming? Right? Or I should have known that was going to happen. Right? Have you ever said that? Found yourself saying that? Uh, maybe you haven't, but maybe you've you've found yourself saying this. Why didn't you see that coming? <laughs> right? You should have known that was going to happen. All right? Um, and so we're going to kind of um, you know <laughs> look at this. You know, sometimes, you know, when you, you know, why didn't you see that coming? It's kind of like watching a train wreck happen, isn't it? You know, in, in slow motion. And, and, you know, someone says, I can't believe he broke up with me, right? And you think, really? He's been breaking up with you for three months. You know, we've <laughs> been watching it. You know, I, I don't know how I got in this much debt. You know, that is not a surprise to any of us who know you. You know, you know it's, just, it's, it's just been um, ticking along, right? Um, you were able to predict their future. Right, um, but here's what we're going to talk about. Right, so here's a question: Why is it you can see what they can't see, and why is it that they can see what you can't see? <laughs> you know, um, here's the crazy part of this. Right, sometimes I think we do see, we just don't want to look. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes we kind of know where this is heading. You know, financially or or academically or you know, with a relationship or morally or, or, or spiritually, whatever it is. Right? We, we sort of, we kind of know it. And every now and again, somebody drops a hint or two, right? Or circumstances drop a hint or two. And we kind of go, yeah, 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 I don't want to see that, right? We, we kind of look the other way. We kind of face the other way and we refuse to look at it, right? It's, it's, sometimes it's a little bit like this, right? I'm going to use the pointer here. So where, where are we? We're over here in Hamilton somewhere, over this way. Okay, and so we're in Hamilton, and so just imagine for a minute a sort of scenario where you're like me, right, and you really struggle with the cold. And so you think, this winter, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to the Bay of Islands somewhere, um, you know, up here, um, or maybe even further north than that, you know, maybe up to, um, um, you know, Cooper's Beach or one of those ones, you know, Manganui, one of those ones way up the top, and just kind of get away from the cold. You know, I go to the winterless north, right? And so you think, that's, that's kind of the plan, but... Um, uh, I've got this uh, chair that I want to buy. I saw it on Facebook Marketplace. It's down in Rotorua, so uh, I'm just going to head down to Rotorua and uh, grab that chair. And you get that chair, and then you go, actually, I've got a cousin that lives in Taupo. I wouldn't mind just spending a couple of days with him. Uh, and so, so you head down to, to Taupo, and then, um, and then you, you go, um, actually, it's gumboot day in Thai Happy. Uh, I always, always wanted to see that, right? So, so you head down to Thai Abbey, all right? And before you know it, you're standing in Wellington and there's a cold southerly blowing and you think, man, how did I get here? This is not what I wanted. I apologise if you're visiting from Wellington. This is, just a, this is just a hypothetical scenario, right? Can't be Wellington on a good day. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, um, and so, yeah, there's this cold southerly blowing and you think, this is not what I wanted, right? This is not, how did I end up here, right? How did I, how did I end up here? Um, and we finally arrive at this destination and we're so shocked and surprised. But the truth is you kind of saw this coming, 
Yeah? You kind of saw it coming. You knew. And you and I have the ability in, in most cases, uh, probably more than we like to admit, to predict our own future. Right? So there's some good news and there's some bad news that goes with that, right? Um, the bad news is, is this. Start with the bad news. Most personal problems can't be quickly fixed, right? Uh, most personal problems can't be quickly fixed, right? If you fix a computer or uh, an oven or, or a car or something like that, um, you can fix them up. Like, man, this uh, lady out at East West where we're, where we're living, is um, uh, her car got... T-boned, right? And they took it to the panel beaters and the panel beaters, you know, replaced the panels and matched the paint and all that sort of stuff. And you look at that and it's like a brand new one, right? You can't tell, right? And that's kind of what happens, right? We look at it and we go, it's like it never happened. It's like it never happened, right? Um, it's, it's like it's brand new. But the thing with people is, you know, computers have memory and stuff, but we have memories, right? So when you fix a, a car or a computer or oven or whatever, it can be like it never happened, but God made us far more complicated than that, far more complex than that, right? Uh, far more complex than something that, you know, can just be unplugged and plugged back in again, right? And that's a good thing. So um, in terms of personal problems, we can cope with them. We can overcome them. We, we can use them to teach other people. We can use them to show a bad example sometimes, right? Uh, we can decide not to do them again. But our past is our past, right? And it becomes part of our story uh, a little bit for the rest of our lives. Um, so, so that's kind of the bad news. But the, the, the good news is, um, uh, well, just carrying on and then just sort of summarising that a bit more, right? You, you can't fix a person like you can fix a car or a computer, right? Um, where it's done and it's, it's never going to affect you again, right? Because we're more complicated than that, right? But here's the good news, right? Most personal problems... Uh, can be avoided, can be avoided. There are a lot of painful things in life that can't be avoided. You know, some stuff just happens, but, um, but some things can be. So why would we want to bring extra things into our life that will cause us more pain, right? So um, this message, and we're going to see this as, as we get into um, Jesus' words in Matthew 7, uh, is kind of based around a principle, Right? And we have to kind of explain uh, what is a principle uh, because a principle is not like a rule or a law that you can break. You know, like a speed limit you know, is a law and, and you, you, could, you can break that or not break it or whatever. A principle is kind of a little bit different to that. Um, a good way to explain this is uh, Archimedes. Uh, some of you might remember Archimedes from high school. Right, you know the guy that jumped in the bath and then jumped out and went Eureka, right? Um, Archimedes around 250 BC, uh, and Archimedes figured out this principle of why rocks usually sink and ships usually float. Right, it's a lot more complicated than that, but you know I'm thinking back a long time to high school, but right. But he he, he worked out this principle uh, of how these why this thing works, how this thing works. So a principle is not just kind of a law that you choose to follow or not. A principle is something that's just there. Right? And it affects you whether you know about it or not. Right? Um, and you think, well, that's kind of unfair, but you know, that's, that's kind of how principles work. But if you understand how the principle works, you can leverage it. Right? You, can, you can use it to your advantage. Or you can ignore it, which will probably be a bad thing. Right? So we're going to look at um, this uh, principle of the path. Okay? And so the principle of the path is kind of like this. Right? Um, when we get lost... We need directions. We need directions. And uh, you need to know two things, right, if you get lost. 
Right? What are, what are the two things you need to know? Shout it out. <laughs> where you are. Yeah, you've got to know where you are to start with. You've got to figure out where you are. And then what do you need to know? Yeah, where you want to go. Yeah, directions, right, to get to, to get to where you want to go. When we first uh, moved to Korea, uh, we just sort of arrived and, and uh, we didn't have data on our phones yet. And our daughter went for a, went for a walk uh, in, around the local neighbourhood and then she phoned up and said, I'm lost. Right? And so the first thing we had to do is try and figure out where she was. Right? So we said, what, you, what can you see? Well, I can see a pizza place and I can see, and we're trying to figure out. And then once we worked out where she was, then we could figure out how to get to her and, and bring her back right? um, to us. Um, and, and that's kind of, kind of how it works. Now, um, when people see a, a counselor or a pastor uh, and, uh, or whatever, you know, and they say, look, here's my problem, right? Here's what's happening with you know, my marriage or my work or, you know, my alcohol addiction or drug addiction or, um, uh, you know, my career or here's what's happening with my finances or whatever that is, um, whatever the problem is, the, the, the counsellor or, or the pastor can't fix the problem, right? They can't fix the problem. The problem was caused by travelling in the wrong direction, right? Um, so they can only provide a path that will take you in the direction that you need to be going. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. Um, so, but here's the thing with the, with the principle of the path: you can be living your life headed in the wrong direction, and you might be the happiest you've ever been. Yeah. Um, you can be moving in that direction that that you don't want to be going in, and have no idea, and have no idea. And by the time you know you realize you're lost, you're really lost. <laughs> you know, it's kind of how it works. And and sometimes. You can be living in the wrong direction and it's not going so well. You know, he seemed like a dream guy, right? Or uh, um, this seemed like a dream job. Or this seemed like the most fun thing and your friends were all jealous, but now it's looking a little bit wobbly, right? You know, it was a really nice car, but now you're struggling for, to pay for it and uh, things are getting tough. And you think, man, I need to get this fixed, I need a solution. But there isn't a quick fix because you're living in the wrong direction. You're moving in the wrong direction, right? Here's the good news, though. If you change direction, things will eventually change. If you change direction, things will eventually change. Uh, now, Jesus often talked about this. Uh, and uh, um, Jesus uh, tells a parable. A parable is, is kind of a story that has a meaning to it, right? It has a... Uh, something to teach us. Uh, this is part of what's called the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is kind of teaching his sort of go-to sermon. And, um, and at the end of it, Jesus does a summary, and he says this. This is from Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. And this is a fairly well-known passage. If you've been in church uh, for a long time, or even if you went to Sunday school when you were young, you probably there's a song that goes with it, which I'll try not to sing, right? But uh, here's what he said. He said, um, Therefore... Uh, everyone who hears these words of mine, um, or anyone who listens to my teaching and obeys me is wise like a person who builds a house on the rock. Right? So he says, anyone who, who listens to my teaching and does them. Right? Now that's important. Right? You know, I think um, for a lot of people, you know, they're, they're a lot of people's kind of religious experience is to go to church and feel bad about themselves so that they can feel close to God, right? Um, but that's not what he says, right? He says, you know, here's these teachings and puts them into practice, right? And, and does them. 
Um, so, um, right, he said, uh, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice will experience immediate relief relationally, financially, etc." That's not what he said. Right? That's not what he said. Always read your Bible, right? I could put anything up here, right? Yeah, uh, always follow along. But that's how sometimes I think we want to read it. We kind of want to read it like that. Um, there are many religious people who will tell you, well, just, just pray and boom, right? All your problems will be fixed, right? But you don't see Jesus teaching that, right? He invites people to live in a different direction. Right? He points the way forward. He points the way out. Um, Matthew seven twenty four. Anyone who listens to my teachings and obeys me is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Right, I've just highlighted a couple of words there. Right, wise. What is it? What is a wise person? Right. Um, when you kind of get into it, you get into especially the Old Testament. Solomon had a lot to say about that. He was very wise. Um, a wise person may not necessarily be a smart person. Right. They might be. I met some very smart people who weren't very wise. Right. They may not be even that talented. Right? But a wise person is just somebody that understands that things are connected. Right? That things are connected, that our, that our past affects our present, and our present is a good predictor of our future. Right? And all these, all these things kind of connect together. Um, a wise person right, is like a person who builds a house, right? builds. Um, it's a process. Right? It takes time. Right? We, we can see that around us, right? It's taken more time than we wanted, but, but it's a process, right, to build something, to build a house. We are renovating the house just across there, right? It, it takes time. It takes time to do these things. Um, now, in this parable, a house is kind of a, 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 is like a life, right? It's your relationships, it's your money, it's your hobbies, it's, it's anything that's important to you. Um, so, building on a rock, right? Building on a rock. Now, in the first century, this was really difficult. This was the hard way. This was the really difficult way, right? So um, um, Paul, um, um, Tim Randall and Jonathan Linton working on the house over there, they got those saber saws. Man, those things are amazing, right? Piece of wood, you know, a steel pole, they just cut through anything, right? Sandwiches for lunch, just, you know, whatever you want. Those things are amazing. But right in the first century, none of that, right? So when you're building on a rock, you're talking about chiseling it out of stone, takes a long time. That's the hard way. That's the expensive way, right? Um, but in this story, he also talks about a second person, right? In verse 26, it says this, But anyone who hears my teaching and ignores it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. All right? So a foolish person, opposite of a wise person, right? Foolish person uh, lives their life like it's disconnected, like life is disconnected. That now and now is now, and later is later, and nothing's going to happen. But even if it does, uh, I'll just unplug myself. I'll just count to 10 and I'll plug myself back in and it, it'll all be good, right? Um, I, I'll just restart, I'll be fine. I'll just remarry or I'll just get a new job or I'll, I'll uh, get a new hairstyle. I'll declare bankruptcy, you know, it'll be fine, right? Um, but that's not how life works, right? We understand that, right? That's not how life works. And so our Heavenly Father who made us says, look, you're not like a toaster or a, or a car or a computer. You're more complicated that, than that. You're very precious. And so there's not an instant fix, right? but I'm giving you a change of direction. Right? Building a house on sand, right? And so this is the, the quick and the cheap and the immediate way, 
But everyone listening to this story knows that this story is not going to end well, right? Um, and the foolish person thinks, well, the weather tomorrow will be the same as the weather today. But it very seldom is. And in this case, it wasn't. Verse 27. When the rains and the floods came and the winds beat against that house, it will fall with a mighty crash. Man, it's almost, it's almost killing me not to sing the song. You know, rains came down, the floods from... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the implication here is that there is no quick fix. It's like, hey, can you fix this? My house fell down. Can you fix this? <laughs> it's like, uh, no. We just have to do what you probably should have done to begin with, right? We have to rebuild. We have to rebuild. You can't instantly fix a house, right? It's going to take time. Um, now we have to do what you really should have done from the beginning. You really should have seen this coming. You really should have seen this coming. When the rain came down and the wind beat against the house, <laughs> you know, we do this and I do this sometimes. You know, we catch ourselves doing this. We go, you know, the rain came down and the, and the, uh, um, and the floods came up and, and that house on the rock stood still because they were so lucky. <laughs> Don't we? We do that. And we go, oh, man, things just work out for him. Things just always work out for her. You know, not me. I, you know, I think maybe God doesn't love me. <laughs> you know, you ever catch yourself in that mode? You know, and Jesus is like, come on. You know, that's not how things work. You know, that's not how things work. If we jump back to verse 25, it says this, And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and they beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. Uh, in this story, the rock represents doing the things that Jesus said to do. Right? Doing the things the way Jesus said to do them. Right? It's cause and effect. Right? Sowing and reaping. Uh, it's the principle of the path. Right? And I, I love the way this story ends up. Right? Jesus has just finished preaching this long message. Uh, and it says this, verse number 28. It says, After Jesus finished speaking, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. For he taught as one who had real authority quite unlike the teachers of the religious law. You know, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. We all know this, right? It's heartbreaking to, to watch someone uh, living their life in a direction that you know is not going to get them where they want to go, right? It's not going to get them the life they want. It's not going to, to bring them the, the joy that they're, they're seeking. Um, because we know this, Right? We can't wish our way, we can't talk our way, we can't pray our way back in time. Um, so the principle of the path is simply this. Direction determines destination. Direction determines destination. The best way to predict your future is to pay attention to where you're headed. Now, we've, we've all been on tracks. We've, we've been heading in the, the wrong direction. Uh, many years ago, uh, I was down in Dunedin and uh, outside a fish and chip shop, and there was a no-U-turn zone, and there was a, a lady parked outside the fish and chip shop, and she just did a big U-turn right in front of a motorbike. Bang! He hit the side of that car, and he went over the bonnet. And, and we were sort of watching this. You know how you see it, and it kind of goes into slow motion. I'm thinking, this is not going to be good. Now, fortunately, he was okay, uh, 
He just turned out he just bought about $100 worth of fish and chips for a party. So he had all these fish and chips stuff. Fish and chips saved his life, right? Is there anything that fish and chips can't do? Um, um, so he, he was actually okay. But the woman, you know, when it happened, got it, and she was distraught, right? And none of the people watching this looked at that woman and went, well, what did she expect? She should have seen this coming, right? She got what was coming, right? Nobody thought that, Right? Everybody's very upset for this woman. And it's the same. That's the way God feels about us as well, right? We take these wrong turns. We go in the wrong direction, right? And God really cares, right? Um, Because like, you know, just like for us, you know, it breaks your heart when you see someone living their life in a direction that you know is not going to get them the the life that they want, right? And it's the same for God. Um, And that's why he invites us to change our direction and follow him. Yep. Um, There's a good old-fashioned word, um, it's just kind of become a religious word now, but it's the word repent, right? And repent simply means turn around, turn around. Uh, um, and so maybe you've been heading in a different direction from God and you've never connected with God, right? New day, new year, right? Good time, turn around, connect with God. Say you're sorry, right? He's, he's a forgiving God. He's a compassionate God. You know, make that connection. Maybe you've done that, but you know, maybe you just you've gone off on a track, on a direction, and you kind of know, but you're kind of ignoring it. You kind of think, yeah, and some of your friends are kind of dropping hints, and circumstances are dropping hints, <laughs> you know, uh, but you're just kind of not looking, right? Uh, you're heading in the wrong direction, and you kind of know it, and it's not going to end well. It's not going to get you the life that you want, right? New day, new year. Good time to turn around, uh, get back on that track. Um, direction determines destination. Direction determines destination. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much um, for your loving grace to us, um, for the fact that you are a compassionate God, the fact that you, you care intensely about us more than we could know, and we just... We thank you for that. And we just sort of stand in awe of just who you are. Uh, Lord, thank you for this amazing opportunity to be here this morning uh, in this building for the first big uh, um, service. Um, Lord, we thank you for, uh, yeah, your blessing, your grace for the people that you've blessed us with that, that have all the, um, the knowledge and the skills to make this stuff happen. Um, Lord, we look forward to this, this new year and we, uh, we know there's going to be some uh, incredible highs. Uh, there's also going to be some very difficult times. Uh, but thank you for um, just the comfort of knowing that you're with us. Uh, Lord, help us to admit when we're off track, to realise it and turn back to you. Lord, thank you uh, again, yeah, like we say, for your, for your, your forgiveness and uh, that um, you loved us so much. Uh, you sent your only son to die to, to get that forgiveness for us. Um, and we thank you for that. Uh, Lord, thank you for our church family here at Hokanui. And um, Lord, thank you for, uh, you know, just the joy of corporately worshipping you together. Uh, there's just something about that. And just being able to sing together this morning, uh, it was incredible uh, to be able to um, remember you through the Lord's Supper. Lord, we thank you for that. Uh, Lord, as, as we go through um, this year, uh, Lord, we just pray for each of us as individuals that uh, um, we will seek you out. Uh, and as a church family, that we'll seek you out as well and seek to do what you want us to do and, and impact the community and the world around us. And we just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.